Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Joining me right now is uh, former Israeli police and IDF member and a researcher of counterterrorism, Mike Ben-Avi, no stranger to Hi FM, certainly no stranger to conversations with me. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning, Kathy. I'm doing okay. Good. Thank you for asking. Lovely to hear from you again. Um, lots of conflicting reports coming out about uh, the, you know, the, the way that um, Al Aruri, this two uh, IC, this Hamas two IC was 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 killed. Uh, initial reports said it was a car, a car bomb. Then it changed to um, a drone attack, and now it is. It looks like something else. What are the actual facts? Well, uh, so here's the thing: nobody knows because nobody has formally taken responsibility for this act. Um, you know, we all know it's Israel because who else has an interest to uh, eliminate this arc terrorist, who's, by the way, is the only Hamas leader who's not from Gaza. He's from the West Bank uh, originally in a village named Arura, which is uh, after his last name. His last name is after the village. Right. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is that they're finding weird facts or evidence on the scene. I mean, they find holes on the roof of the car. They're not even, they don't know if it was a drone. They don't know if it was a missile. They don't know if it was a suicide drone. But the main thing is because Israel hasn't officially taken responsibility. See, Israel does not want to take responsibility because it does not want to burn sources. It's got many intelligent life sources that allowed Israel, if Israel did it in fact, to execute such act. So Israel traditionally tried to not claim any responsibility. However, they haven't denied it either. Right. But as far as the facts, we are feeding from mixed reports, usually all these reports coming from Hezbollah. So we have to be very careful with the narrative that they're trying to portray. It's so interesting because we're seeing, you know, leaders of... Uh you know, of military, of Islamic military organizations around the world all of a sudden dying. Um, and that's been quite interesting over the last few days. You know, I don't think that anyone who is involved with news can look at that and not say, well, the, these things are all collect, collect, connected. When you see a leader of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad being neutralized, um, you, how do we say that that is not connected to what happened in Beirut? Well, I'm sure it's connected, uh, but even more so, what's even closely related to what happened in Beirut is what happened days prior to that. If we all remember, there was an Iranian commander in Syria, which is the person in charge of all the logistics coming from Iran to Hezbollah for Syria. He was eliminated. Um, and then, of course, we have the Aruri um, um, elimination with and six other leaders. I mean, there were six other leaders with him. There were six other leaders. Yeah. There were there, there were smaller scale leaders uh, in the beginning. In the first uh, initial reports, we thought there were uh, other main political leaders with him. However, yes, there were the people that worked underneath them, uh, and there were some people from Hezbollah as well. And you know what's 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 how fascinating this story is because, you know, he originally came to Beirut under a fake passport and he was supposed to just come to a meeting and then go somewhere else again. And somebody somehow knew 
the moment that he's going to arrive, where he's going to stay, the time that he's going to be in the apartment, what car he's going to drive. And this is in the heart of the most protected area in Lebanon by Hezbollah. This is the heart of Hezbollah uh, operations. So, yes, many people in the world paying the price for October 7th, and many more terrorist leaders in the world will continue uh, to pay the price. And if we want an example, the head of Mossad, Deddy Barnea, said in the funeral of a former uh, Mossad uh, uh, executive that everybody who took part, every Arab mother, and I quote him, said that every person who took part planning, operating, taking part in the October 7th attack, their blood is going to be on their head, meaning they'll pay with their lives. And that's really what we are seeing, you know, overcoming Hamas in Gaza. I mean, that's always been my question. In fact, I think you and I've even discussed it. You know, if, if Israel neutralizes Hamas in Gaza, it's not, you're not, you're only killing one head of the snake because Hamas is global. It's not just one, you know, located and uh, consigned to Gaza alone so interesting very interesting so what is what that's is true that's true but I, I must make a comment about that if you would sure it's very true that they're always going to have a successor i mean we we israel been eliminating leaders for decades and there's always somebody else however sometimes the alternative is worse most of the times the people replacing those people are not as talented quote unquote and they're not as uh, uh, as dangerous to Israel. And it's also a big moralic uh, uh, strike to the terrorists to make them live in fear 24-7, fear of assassination. So when they're fear for their lives, they're not as busy planning to kill Jews. I don't know. <laughs> they seem quite determined. <laughs> uh, Mark, thank you so much. I wish you and your family You're welcome. a Shabbat Shalom. Thank you so much. And uh, just stay safe. Shabbat Shalom to you and your listeners. Thank, thank you for you. having me. God bless. Bye-bye. That's Mike Ben-Avi, former Israel police and IDF member, researcher of counterterrorism.